Welcome to day 67 of Shaped by the Word. We're in our third season, the story of the prophets. We've uh, been reading through Isaiah, and uh, we've deeply enjoyed the richness of Isaiah's imagery as he talks about both judgment and, uh, of course, the glory that awaits us. And that's common rhythm, you know, we've talked about when you read the prophets, and you'll find these intermingled uh, oracles of doom and oracles of hope. And uh, we are in an oracle of hope today as we sing praise to the Lord. Uh, I, you know, chapter 24 is largely an oracle of doom with, you know, a couple of spots, you know, that point us to the hope. Uh, we break out in song was, you know, part of it. And here is a song, you know, to the Lord uh, as we turn, you know, to Isaiah, you know, chapter, you know, 25. And we celebrate, you know, the final victory, you know, that, that comes in him. I'm Paul. I'm here with the... Uh, Cindy, Katie has left the room. David is with us as well, and Matthew Kresge is here uh, as we continue. So before we read, uh, uh, we we just always, I know this is something we say, you know, every time we read, but it's so deeply important. We we read, we receive this, you know, almost as if we were coming to the table of the Lord and receiving bread and wine from His hands. Uh, We're receiving the Word as a gift of His grace, and uh, we, we talk about you know the word not only being what God has spoken, but the word that is embodied in Christ. So we not only are receiving you know the spoken word of the Lord, we're receiving the living word of the Lord through the grace of coming in His presence and, and hearing and learning from Him, being molded into the character of Christ Jesus. So before we read, as always, we humble ourselves and uh, come as needy people ready to receive from the Lord. So, Cindy, do you mind lifting us up with a word of prayer? No, I don't mind. Father, just like Paul said, we do come um, before you now as uh, needy people. And, Father, our prayer for this moment is that you would, by your Spirit, meet us where we are. And, Father, that you were through just the use of your word in our reading and and, uh, how it impacts our heart, Father, that you would open the eyes of our hearts that we might see see you, um, see our sin, Father, see things um, that rightly and see truth. So, Father, give us all that we need um, as we read your words. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Isaiah 25. Lord, you are my God. I will exalt you and praise your name. For in perfect faithfulness you have done wonderful things, things planned from long ago. You've made the city a heap of rubble, the fortified town a ruin, the foreigners stronghold, the city no more. It will never be rebuilt. Therefore, strong peoples will honor you. Cities of ruthless nations will revere you. You've been a refuge for the poor, a refuge for the needy in their distress, a shelter from the storm and the shade from the heat. For the breath of the ruthless is like a storm driving against a wall and like the heat of the desert. You silence the uproar of foreigners as heat reduced by the shadow of a cloud, so the song of the ruthless is stilled. On this mountain, the Lord Almighty will prepare a feast of rich foods for all people, a banquet of age line, the best of meats and the finest of wines. On this mountain, he'll destroy the shroud that enfolds all people, the sheet that covers all nations. He'll swallow up death forever. The sovereign Lord will wipe away the tears from all faces. He'll remove the people's disgrace from all of the earth. The Lord has spoken, and that day they will say, Surely this is our God. We trusted him, and he saved us. This is the Lord. We trusted in him. Let us rejoice and be glad in this salvation. The hand of the Lord will rest on this mountain, but Moab will be trampled in their land. His straw is trampled down in the manure. They'll stretch out their hands in it. As swimmers stretch out their hands to swim, 
God will bring down their pride despite the cleverness of their hands. He'll bring down their high fortified walls and lay them low. He'll bring them down to the ground, to the very dust. So you have one of the more beautiful images that always, you know, to me comes to mind, you know, when we in a very humble way celebrate the table of the Lord with, you know, unleavened bread and, you know, and a a bit of wine. Uh, knowing that that is uh, the foretaste of the great banquet where we'll enjoy the choicest of food and the richest of wines, the best of the very best of meats. So you can think of whatever you know your favorite you know barbecue place is, and uh, uh, expand that by several, uh, because in the hands of the Lord is going to be even better than Franklin's. Wow! You know, when, when, when we when we do that, but uh, what a, what a, you know what a beautiful picture we see this in the gospel and several of Jesus' parables where it's an invitation to the feast. And, and it just, you know, it is for all people. Mm-hmm. Anyone who comes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you have to come. You, you know? do have to come. And yeah. you have to come to the place where the feast right. is, you know. And mm-hmm. yeah. I think that's one of the things that yeah. that stands out to me in this passage is, man, that invitation is free. It's it's the best, it's the finest of wines and the best of meats, a banquet of angels. I mean, this is where you want to be, but you have mm-hmm. to come. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and, I, and I love, I mean, I love this chapter. It's unfortunate at times that it is broken up into a chapter because, you know, we read chapter 24 and it's full of judgment with a couple glimpses of glory. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's been leading to this where Isaiah then would say, Lord, you are my God. And in light of, you know, the judgment that comes with the inbreaking of the kingdom, I will exalt you and praise your name for perfect faithfulness. You have done wonderful things, things planned long ago. We're like, yeah, that's great. Until you read the next line, you realize, oh, that's destruction on the city. Uh, yeah. But through that destruction comes something incredible. Yeah. Surely this is our Lord, and we trusted mm-hmm. Him, and He saved us. This is the Lord. We trusted in Him. Let us rejoice and be glad yeah. in, in His salvation. Uh, and of course, you have that uh, you have that uh, you know nice refrain that you know where did our you know salvation how it secures our salvation for us? Not you know as we've seen through you know all the judgments in Isaiah, not through fortified walls or pools of water. Our great riches, or the ingenuity of you know clever men and clever people, but through humility and repentance, where we uh, throw ourselves on the Lord and trust Him, and He receives salvation, you know, as a gift from Him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love the beauty of that line of His salvation, and even just the particular language of that. You know, we often talk about, well, I was saved, or I. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, I love the language of He is the one that graciously saved me. He's the one that leads me to the banquet, that compels me to come in. He's the one doing all this work. The, inv- the t- party's ready, the table's set, and he is at work bringing in people, as we'll see later, you know, from the north, the south, the east, the west, to this table. Yes. And even and, those that have uh, been invited, not all will come, but he's bringing in. No. You know. and, and you can hear the you know mournful uh, mm-hmm. Uh, lament of Jesus as he looks over the city of Jerusalem, 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 how often I would have gathered you together as a mother hand gathers her, her chicks, but you would not have it. And, uh, and so the invitation is rich, but uh, the, those who have chosen not to respond, mm-hmm. uh, you know, is, is also, you know, a devastating, you know, part, you know, part of this. Um, probably verse 7, 8, um, I so love just the idea that um, this is what Christ is going to do for us as he swallows up death forever because we know of course the wages of sin is death and that he overcomes sin and of course not only what he will do for us but what he has already done for us 
uh, you know, uh, the, the shroud, and you, you get the idea of of burial clothes. Mm-hmm. You know, they put over you know you know a, a, you know a body in the sheet that covers. And all the nations, and so you just kind of have that picture of a corpse prepared for a funeral. He will take away the shroud. He'll swallow up death forever. Mm-hmm. He'll wipe away every tear. He'll remove, you know. And, and, and here's probably to the heart of the gospel. Mm-hmm. He'll remove the people's disgrace from all the earth. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, not just simply remove it from them, but disgrace itself, the shame that our sin has brought. We read mm-hmm. earlier in the week about the defilement that it's brought, not only on us but on all of creation. And, uh, you know, that stain will be removed, uh, and we'll rejoice in the Lord forever. Yeah. And this goes back to what you were saying at the beginning. I mean, this really is a great victory feast where we're, mm-hmm. we are reveling in what God has done and the victory that he's brought. And and tying that to the Lord's table, every time we, we partake of the Lord's right. table, we're mm-hmm. being reminded of what yeah. Christ—we do it in remembrance of him, reminding ourselves of the victory that he has won you know, and then looking forward to and anticipating the day where we will enjoy this final right. feast. And, and this is not, you know, just a temporal short-term victory. Uh, we read earlier in the week, you know, about Eliakim, who would be, you know, strength for the nation for a while, but then he would be sheared off. And so it's not just a momentary hope. This is final victory. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and the final victory, uh, you know, is, is one where every you know, tear will be shed. Mm-hmm. I mean, every tear will be uh, you know, taken away, wiped away, mm-hmm. and and what a great, what a great image! You know, the, the idea of it being wiped away. Mm-hmm. You know, the tenderness of the Lord reaching out, yeah, just the way you would a child and brushing mm-hmm. back the tears. No, it's almost. I mean, and people have alluded to it, but it. This is kind of what every every human heart and soul is longing for: is this return mm-hmm. to the Creator, to home, to this place where the shame we carry, the the pain and sorrows we carry are are healed and uh, i love how it, that all happens not because of our perfect faithfulness but mm-hmm. you know even as the first or chapter 25 starts yeah. you know i'll exalt and praise your name for imperfect faithfulness you have done wonderful things things planned long ago and we saw even in 24 we're mm-hmm. the ones that have broken the eternal covenant but he's the one through all of it and mm-hmm. boy we've gone through all of it he is the one that had the perfect faithfulness he did wonderful things for the people mm-hmm. that's crazy man that he would be that loving and kind to these to us and all that we've done mm-hmm. yeah, and as far as i know there's the only reference to swimming that i can uh, call to mind and all <laughs> i know I and since, you know you reach out and, and of course both out. of our kids were swimmers and <laughs> you know so the image there you reach out your hand you know as a graceful swimmer and, and i will slap it back but, you know so even in your, your even in your grace and even in your uh you know the power of being able to swim and navigate you know i will you know strike that down mm-hmm. and it's just another image of the self-confidence and the you know the mm-hmm. theme i was leaving this for matthew but he didn't grab it this time but the theme of pride yeah, how our confidence mm-hmm. is in all the wrong things and we glory and a pride is when we glory in ourselves or glory in our possessions or glory in our achievements rather than glorying you know in christ mm-hmm. I was just thinking about that. I mean, how many times does Isaiah have to talk about this before we realize that our pride is not really that exciting compared to the Lord and, and the sovereignty mm-hmm. of the Lord? And I mean, how many times does the Lord have to say to us, you know, you boast in these things and, and yet wait till you see mm-hmm. what I do? You know, it's it's almost like, I don't know, just parenting littles, but the littles boast in things and you're like, that's not that impressive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, know? no. And, and, it, 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 and of course, that's the insanity of sin. You know, that our appetites are for things that will ultimately not satisfy us. 
and, and in spite of knowledge, you know, we can read this in, in our theology. We certainly know this. And this is, a, you know, uh, we, we know about idolatry and its inability, you know, uh, to fulfill in any way or not, but our hearts still long for it. And sometimes our hearts trump our theology. Of course, and what really happens is our hearts demonstrate the true, true nature of our theology, mm-hmm. uh, the depth of our belief and the depth of our confidence uh, in, in the Lord. And that's why we need to get this theology into our hearts. That's mm-hmm. right. Yeah, that's right. For sure. And it, it, you know, part of it is a constant. You know, Paul was able to say, you know, uh, it's a, no problem for me to say to you the same things again and again. That's a safeguard for you and helpful for me. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it is good to hear him again and again and, uh, and, and to pray with God's grace that they become the deep reality in our lives. And so, Father, we do that. We ask that um, by the reputation, rather, repeti- repetition of the wonders of your grace that we would finally get it, uh, that every time we hear it, that it would drive a deeper place in our heart and it would capture our hearts for you and bring us into your grace. Uh, we thank you for the gifts you've given us, and, and we do thank you that those who hunger after righteousness will, in the end, be satisfied. May you give us appetites for you. It's in your holy name we pray. Amen. Amen.